Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast. With me, your host, the Mad Chatter, Ryan M.K. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome back. Welcome back. Do not forget to follow me on Twitter and the Instagram at rmkmadness. And of course, like, subscribe, download, all, all those stuffs you gotta do. Do it. You know what I mean? Do it. Support my mad ass, if you know what I mean. I hope everyone's weekend was well. I've had better, personally. Mine was uh, just, j- just a tad, just a tad rough. Had some stomach issues to begin with. Kind of started, well, not too long after the pod Friday, after I got done recording that. And see, I deal with irritable bowel syndrome, and large part of it is stress and diet and things, but uh, I've had stomach issues for a while. Basically, 11 years ago, after I quit drinking, I dealt with nausea pretty much every morning, and I think a lot of that for the first few years was just kind of my stomach adjusting to the no alcohol because I was so used to withdrawals and stuff like that. It's just terrible. Just terrible. So I think my stomach was just messed up. And then it started to get a little bit better. And then I ran into the IBS situation. And I know it's nothing serious because I've been scoped, you know, up, down, if you know what I mean, down the throat, up the whoop, you know what I mean? I've been checked out. I'm good. Nothing in there. So, the doctor believes is the IBS, and sometimes it just it gets worse, and, and for some reason, I, I just had a couple of days of it being pretty bad, and it was not fun, I must say, not fun. And then, I, for some reason, well, not for some reason, I kind of feel like I know what the deal is here, and the, it basically, I was just feeling a little down mentally, And it was just kind of like, I was just overwhelmed a bit. Things just getting to me with just everything going on in the world. And then, and then I just, just added stresses and the stomach stuff. And it's just like, ah, (laughs) ah, plus the kids. I mean, great kids. I love my kids, but it's been a little bit difficult, especially the past few days, because it has been a, so goddamn hot, and B, damn smoky, because all the fire's going on. And not super smoky, you don't walk outside and just see smoke everywhere, but there's a haze. Poor air quality, says the weather app. So, yeah, just kind of, you know, kind of rough, but then, but then, I got to see my brother a little bit, my younger brother, my little bro, he... He had his birthday recently, and and uh, he's a musician, and I am as well. So we talked music, and I dusted off the guitars and the bass, and we did did a little bit of jamming, so it kind of got me inspired to do some music. And then last night, I hung out with the wife, watched some hockey, smoked some green, had a good time, and hey, started feeling better. Back on track today. I'm good, good, ready to go. And definitely, watch all that fucking hockey, the fucking hooky. <laughs> I'm telling you, the hockey's been fantastic. And we've got some good matchups 
in this next round of the playoffs, you got the Flyers versus the Islanders, Bruins versus the Lightning, uh, Bruins took game one last night, uh, Stars versus the Avalanche, my poor Avalanche, they lost game one on Saturday, probably didn't help my mood, <laughs> no, what the hell is the other matchup, oh, the Knights and the Canucks, the Knights took game one, so there you go. And the NBA playoffs is pretty good. It, it's, it's better than what they had going on at the beginning of, of the bubble, you know, the regular season ending. And I've mentioned that before, but it really is starting to pick up. The only problem is you kind of know who's going to move on. I mean, I, there might end up being one surprise. And I'm not even sure most people would say the Jazz beating the Nuggets is a huge surprise. So it, it just you're pretty much going to get chalk where the top teams are going to go, and but then there's enough pretty good teams at the top that that it's the next round should be pretty interesting. It should be less predictable, I would say. So I'm enjoying the way sports is going, and we'll see how football goes. That starts here in a couple of weeks. We'll see how they get their stuff going. But, uh, yeah, it's it just everything, it, it's good to have that escape because everything seems so overwhelming right now. The news, I just, I don't know about anyone else, but sometimes it just gets to me. Like, I can't help but consume it because I want to know what's going on, especially with the state of the country and the world. But then, I get overwhelmed. It begins to get to me. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one. And usually, I deal with it fine. I just think it was a combination of things. But, it, I mean, it is, it is a lot. Because you think about it. And you've got the pandemic. You've got essentially what is a civil war going on in America. <clears throat> because you've got the Trumpers and the far right basically versus the rest of us. And the fight for racial equality, protests, everything that Trump's doing. Now you add in the weather shit. There's fires in Colorado, Cali, Arizona, Oregon, Utah. Fires all over the country. I mean, I walk outside during the day and I can see the haze from it. There's like fire tornadoes and shit. Like, in that strange evidence show I talk about, there's actually a pretty good video of, I actually think they're called fire devils, I want to say, but they're the fire tornado. And, yeah, crazy, crazy shit. And then again, global warming is just a hoax, right? <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I mean, it. these fires aren't just happening like this for no reason. Last year, there were 5,000 less approximately around this time. We had 5,000 less, meaning I said that all fucked up. <laughs> so, as of right now, we have over 5,000 more fires 
in the country than we did last year, all of last year. So that's, or no, I think it is by this point in time. And we have almost twice as many acres burned from those fires. So far as of this, oh, this is where it's at this point. At this point, it's the second hottest year on record. And by the end of the year, if we continue on, it could end up first, but it'll be second. (laughs) That's insane. It's just getting hotter and hotter. You cannot say climate change is BS. It's stupid. More ignoring science. We just like to ignore the science because that's what we do. Okay, then. More weather. You got fucking tropical storm. Okay, now, I I thought it was Hurricane Marco and Tropical Storm Laura. And that's what I read. But then I saw on the news earlier that it was Tropical Storm Marco and Hurricane Laura. So what the fuck? Which one is it? Either way, Marco and Laura, on their fucking way to the Gulf Coast... One of them's a hurricane. And it's going to hit the shit, the Gulf Coast, back to back. Louisiana's going to get fucking pummeled. It's going to be like Marco, bam. Laura, bam. Within 48 hours. It's insane. (laughs) Meanwhile, up in space, the 2018 VP-1 asteroid is going to be near Earth very soon. And it has the potential of actually hitting Earth the day before the presidential election. (laughs) Which, I'm like, how appropriate would that be? One of the craziest fucking elections ever, certainly in the United States. And the craziness that this whole thing has brought, it, it would make sense. Maybe the asteroid would just hit the White House directly. (laughs) I shouldn't joke about that stuff. But I just feel like maybe the heavens, space, maybe even aliens, they're just ready to get rid of Trump. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, let's just get all this shit over with. It's fucking... 2020 has been insane. I will not be surprised any longer if we get anything. I mean, fuck. Bring on the aliens. That's what I'm waiting for. Bring on the aliens. Bring out the UFOs. Let's just get some Independence Day type shit in here. Or or better yet, let's get them fucking Mars Attacks aliens. Because at least they're kind of funny. And yes, they have the guns that zap you. But at least they're kind of funny and cartoonish. And I could see myself talking one into smoking a joint with me. I mean, bring back the fucking murder hornets. Yep, yep. And while we're at it, and we're going to, you know, just be fucking around with scary flying shit, let's bring back dragons. Yeah, let's fucking do that too. I mean, it, it is 2020. Let's go ahead, bring back the dragons. And, and hey, while we're at it, let's 
goblins, trolls. Fuck yeah. Oh shit, let's go all the way. How about Cthulhu, Nosferatu? Let's just bring all this shit back. It's 2020. Let's And don't think I forgot about zombies. No, because I didn't. I mean, and they'll probably come from Russia's fucking rushed COVID vaccine that they're giving to a fucking shit ton of people. That's We're going to get zombies from there. And I'm just going to be sitting here watching the world end with some green eggs and fucking ham. It's one of my favorite uh, sound effects because I do believe it to be true or or close to true. <laughs> you know, it's hard not to get frustrated with everything going on. Like, it, it just blows my mind. We're still where we're at with COVID. In Utah, there was an anti-mask protest. The, 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 there was, I believe it was a county, but they have... It mandated to wear masks in schools, and this group of people is freaking out about it. People talking about the Constitution, like, no, you can't. I'm sorry, but schools, other things, they can have dress codes. I don't know how many times I have to say that. And people are so goddamn selfish. The I just, all it takes people is one fucking time. You think it's cool to keep going on living your life? Okay. One fucking time to be around the wrong fucking person and who knows what's going to happen. I remind you, this does not make everybody sick. It can be spread asymptomatically. I remind you, people can get it more than once. I remind you that people have had this shit for up to three months I just read an article today about someone that had it for six fucking weeks. And if you don't if you don't die from it, but you do get very sick, there's a good chance you have lasting complications, heart issues, etc. And people want to talk about herd immunity. Do people people speak about that without really fucking understanding it? Okay? Herd immunity would take about 70% of the population to get infected. Now, there's a few things to that, okay? One, the percentage, there is a small percentage of people that are getting sick from this again. Now, it's more mild, but they're getting it again. We do not, number two, we do not know enough about this. Okay, number three, if it takes 70% of the population to get infected, the healthcare system would overrun. So when people are speaking about herd immunity, they have no fucking clue what they're talking about. If there's approximately 328 million fucking people living in the United States, approximately 70% of that would be 230 million. Okay? Now, to really make sure you understand what that means, if the 230 is roughly 70% of the population of the U.S., and we currently have 5.7 million cases, we would have to do that 
38 more times the 5.7. Okay, now my point behind all this, because I took the 230 divided by the 5.7. Okay, so we get our number, and then we multiply that times the 177,000 deaths. Now, what I'm doing here is trying to explain what would happen if we essentially try and reach herd immunity. So if our population is 328 million, 70% of that is around 230 million, you divide that by the 5.7 million cases, then you multiply that by the number of deaths, well, you get 6,726,000. Meaning, 6,726,000 people would have to die in order for us to reach herd immunity. So, the next time someone starts spewing off that herd immunity bullshit, bring that up. Educate yourself. Do better research. It's funny, those Trumpers, those far-right dicks, they like to call the rest of us sheep. And say that we watch the media and we do this, but they fail to do their own research and find their own proper facts, which would, you know, give them the proper information. Or they just they're just ignoring it, which is very possible. So I just people aren't understanding. They're still going to bars and nightclubs and restaurants and beaches and weddings. There's a wedding reception. 53 cases came from the wedding reception. One death. And guess what? Guess what? Half of that number, 26 people, okay, not quite half, but 26 people that were infected because of this wedding reception didn't even go to the fucking wedding reception. That would make me so goddamn mad if somebody got me sick because they went to a fucking wedding reception during this shit. Again, it's just going to take one time for you to be around the wrong goddamn person. Now, maybe you'll be asymptomatic. Maybe you'll only get a little bit sick. Or maybe you get sick enough you end up on a ventilator. Maybe you get sick enough you have long-term heart problems. Maybe you get sick enough, you die. You don't fucking know. They don't know enough about this shit yet. I mean, I'm glad everyone is a virologist and knows exactly how we should be handling this pandemic. <laughs> and the Republicans, they've been saying they're okay with the number of deaths. According to a poll, and so someone mentioned on Twitter a really good point. It's funny how, you know, these Trumpers, they, and I'm like paraphrasing. <laughs> they claim religion and God and all of this, yet they are absolutely horrendous towards others. They just are. And it just, it's, it boggles the mind. I'm, I'm telling you that the end of this, this is partly what got to me this weekend. The end of this year is seeming a little bit scary. I already mentioned the goddamn asteroid that could hit us two, two days or the day before the election. And now, by all accounts, it's not a very big one. 
And if it does hit us, it's likely to just blow up in the atmosphere. We could see something similar to, if you remember, uh, years back, whatever, whenever it was, the the, the asteroid over uh, Russia, in Russia, that one that, you know, tons of people had on the, on the dash cam and all that. That one, that was interesting. Cool to see. And it did do some damage. But it, if we do get hit by it, it's likely to be something like that. Although... More than likely, it will miss us. Just barely. But I mean, you got that. Then the next day, the fate of our country, essentially. And, you know, there's talk about the interference and things like that. And I'm starting to get less scared that Russia or China or somebody's going to be able to interfere enough. And I'm more scared that Trump's going to lose and lose badly and basically pull this fraud shit and refuse to leave and I don't know how far he can go with it I'm pretty sure he can't go anywhere with it that they would get rid of his ass and there's also been talk you know some of the European countries been getting together and chatting about what should happen if uh, dear old President Trump decides he ain't leaving once he loses so I, I feel a little more confident that he is going to lose but what the hell is going to happen because you know his base is going to rally to his side. I just saw some shit on Twitter earlier. <laughs> These people are insane. They believe Trump embodies God like he's another, like almost the second coming of Jesus. They don't even realize that Trump gives a fuck about religion. He really, he can't even name Bible verses. And they act like he is this savior. He is killing so many people. It's ridiculous. He's a murderer in essence. And he's fucking divided our country more than it's ever been divided, which is exactly the kind of shit that a fascist leader would do. Leader. What a fascist would do. Get out there and vote, people. Get out there and vote. <laughs> okay, okay. We've, we've got to, you know, lighten the mood just a tad. So I was reading this article about a donut-shaped planet. Now, if you've listened to my podcast for a while, you know me. I'm really into the space, the aliens, everything about the shit. And I was pretty sure I knew about all the different types of planets and the strange ones and things like that. I thought I knew about this shit. Apparently... Fucking not. <laughs> because I had not heard about the donut-shaped planet. But I guess it, it, it is technically and physically possible. But see, the, the way it works is gravity. The way gravity works with the planets pushing, forcing things down. It, that's what how all the planets are circular. So... How could this be almost a reverse, where there's a hole in the middle, and then the rest is rotating as a ring? And basically, the centrifugal force, which is what it needs to keep that hole in the middle so that it won't collapse, and it, it, the way to get that force is that the rest of the planet would have to rotate at a very, very, very high speed. Like, you're talking about, like, two, three-hour days. And 
So just imagine that. Just a ring. Imagine Earth as a, a ring, a donut, instead of a sphere. And then imagine it just spinning. Just <laughs> It's crazy. It's crazy. I saw like an animation of it. And I was like, man, that would be trippy. That would be trippy. It's almost kind of like a halo, but a different you, halo. The video game, you know that. So the planet's like a halo. And this would be kind of the same thing, only instead of still going around in a circle, it's the sides are... That is so weird. It's so weird. But that made me want to kind of talk about some of the fucking other planets that are weird. Some of the weird stuff you see out there in space. Because our, our ideas of physics and the way we view things is being challenged all the time. We do not know all that we think we do as human beings. And that's just the truth of the matter and the arrogance of us as a species. To think that we know as much as we do when really we probably know very little. In the grand scheme of things. So there's definitely some other odd planets and oddities out there and you know you have some stuff like tidally locked planets now these are when the planet is locked it's not rotating spinning like most other planets no it's tidally locked with one side facing the sun permanently and then it kind of looks like an eyeball because you got the red spot up front where it's just getting torched and then on the other side of the planet, it's nothing but darkness because it's always facing away from the sun. So dark, freezing temperatures, icy world. And as some of these planets, there's that strip down the middle in between the night side and the sunburnt side. And in this strip of land, it's, it's always dusk. And it's appropriate temperatures. So there is a possibility that one of these tightly locked planets has life living on this strip in the middle of the planet. Which would be crazy. (laughs) So there, you've got the tightly locked planets, which are always interesting. And there's... Then there's GJ436b. This planet is 822 degrees. Yet... It's frozen solid, and basically it's burning ice, which is crazy that it could be that high and frozen. But it's a real thing. It's made by this shit called like, uh, well, I guess it's a different type of ice called like Ice 7, but it's just a different structure, and it's it's crazy how it works. To think there's, because we see some of this stuff on Earth, but to think there's a whole planet like some of these next ones where you have these planets that rain hat the H A T P seven B. I just said it just said hat. But it rains gems and rubies because it's it has all this aluminum oxide in its atmosphere that creates this 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 stuff that creates the gems and rubies and they're just falling out the fucking sky. You've got another one that's that's made of carbon and it's so dense that it rains diamonds. There's another one that rains glass. There's a fucking planet that orbits a pulsar. Now, if you don't know what a pulsar is, it's like a neutron star, but it's so dense and spins so fast that it shoots jets out of it, like out of the poles, north-south poles. And 
these are violent, destructive things. And there's actually been a pulsar found with a planet circling around it. And you're like, how the hell? There's this planet called WASP-12b. And it's gone from, well, first of all, it's like pitch black. Pitch black because of how hot. And it's gone from being spherical to more like an egg shaped because it's getting closer and closer to the sun and the sun is just pulling it and stretching it because it's so large that the sun isn't able to just rip it apart yet and it's so this sun is just eating at it and it and now it's egg shaped <laughs> which is just crazy and it's just the insanity of stuff out there I mean, you could get into all sorts of shit. Black holes. You have different types of stars. Then you have the dying stars. Some explode into supernovas. So it just, it's amazing how much craziness is out there. And it's really fun to learn about. I, I always, always recommend How the Universe Works. That is such a great show to help you, you know, understand just, well... How the universe works. <sighs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but I, I know it was a short conversation. And really, I was trying to lighten the mood and throw something fun in there. But really do go look into, watch a few episodes of How Did They Actually Have specific episodes dedicated to strange alien worlds and stuff. So you can learn about some of these places by watching how the universe works you know do a little research on your own there's some good youtube videos all sorts of stuffs Mm -mm -mm. i love me some space it's cool stuff oh which reminds me by the way eyes to the sky this week eyes to the sky bust out your telescopes and your binoculars well if you're living anywhere near the west coast might be a little too hazy because all the fucking smoke (laughs) But apparently, the moon's going to be right up there with Jupiter. could give for um, some pretty cool views, if you know what I mean. If you go in and look at the moon, and you should be able to catch Jupiter as well. Not that Jupiter's hard to find, nor pretty easy to point out in the sky. But, uh, you know, this way you get some moon and Jupiter action. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of space... I mentioned aliens earlier, and I was joking but serious about them showing up in 2020 because it would be about time. I mean, I've been watching a lot of this unidentified, and they keep getting into, you know, all these different high-profile, like, pilots with, you know, airlines and the military and then all these different government officials. And then it's trying to present another side of you where people are like, well, here's what this could be. And they seem like solid explanations until you really dig into it and you realize that what they're describing still doesn't explain it. And lots of times people do that because they'd rather say, well, it's this and be wrong than say, I don't know. And that's a large part of what this conspiracy is the government doesn't want to admit they don't know where the fuck these come from. They don't know how they do what they do. They don't know what the technology <laughs> yeah. They don't want to fucking look stupid. They don't want, oh, yeah, I don't know. We don't know. We don't fucking know. They don't want to say that. Of course not. But 
there's got to be something else out there. And keep in mind, I remind you yet again, all of you, there's about 10 billion years, 10 billion year gap in between the beginning of the universe and when life first formed on Earth. That's a long fucking time to say nothing else formed and maybe nothing else formed you know, or evolved enough to where they could come see. But I doubt that. There's too much shit. There's too much evidence. And these TV shows, they're coming out all over the place. And they're showing, like, this unidentified, real shit, government official, like, not to be ignored. Governments are admitting to some of the programs. The Navy's come out and spoke about it. I mean, the government admitting to ATIP and and the investigating UFOs, they haven't done that shit since Project Blue Book. That was quite a few years ago. was the last, you know, admitted UFO-related project they had, as far as I can remember. The government also investigated Skinwalker Ranch. I mean, come on. People want to say they they use the UFO disinformation, or the UFO and the media to use disinformation why do i have such a goddamn problem saying that word but the disinformation to to use that to their advantage and maybe that's true that doesn't mean there's not ufos and that there's not unexplainable occurrences and so you got to wonder like are they really going to keep on with this because to me it would seem they're at a point now where the cover-up, it's just got to be too difficult. <laughs> like, number one, it's not like it used to be back in the day. Now everybody has cell phones and this and that shit can be documented and shared immediately. And, you know, maybe it's just not worth it to them anymore. And with all the credible witnesses, the you know, from the pilots to the government officials, like, you know, you get to a point where they can't really deny it. But, I mean, they could continue to choose just not to talk about it much. <laughs> Which is possible. Because if there's still several unexplained cases, they don't want to go, yeah, we don't know what that is. Because <laughs> they probably don't. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's bring on the aliens. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's just bring it on. Let's go. I'm ready. (laughs) Maybe not for the end of the world, but I'm ready to see some aliens. Game over, man. Game over. Ah, yes. Pod over. It is time. It is time to say goodbye. But thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Follow me. Don't forget, follow me on the Twitters. On the gram at RMK Madness. And if you're into fantasy football, do not forget to check out my other podcast, Fantasy Madness, with me, the manager at RMK. And you can find that wherever you find this. You can find it on my Twitters, just like all my articles. I'll have a couple more coming out this week. So if you're into that stuff, make sure to check out my Twitter's account and be on it. Be on it. And, of course, I will continue to promote 
watching fucking hooky hockey <laughs> and the NBA because it's been fun, man. Dudes are working hard. You got you got to figure that's got to be hard. They're in the bubble. They're not seeing their families. Then they got to go out and play these games. They got no fans there. It's got to be hard, man. It's it's got to be a bit difficult to try and do what they're doing. And I'm sure everybody, you know, there's going to be that crowd that's like, well, they get paid plenty of money. Yeah, it still sucks. You'd have to pay me quite a bit of money to be gone from my family that long. Seems rough. For me, I kind of like my wife and kids. <laughs> but let's go ahead and close up shop. I hope everyone has a wonderful week. We'll be back on Friday, do some more chatting, I'm sure update all the craziness in the world. But hang in there, have a good week, and we'll chat again soon. And as always, much love to you all. Stay safe, stay vigilant, stay mad. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Mm. Ta-ta for now. Latest.